All right, it's a little predictable of a bump, but whatever. We are talking dogs here on WTMJ. Thank you, Sam. Well done. Greg Natsik, Telly Hughes, and my friend Leah Newross. She is the owner of the Hounds and Tap. You have heard me talk about the Hounds and Tap, the most incredible place there is in southeastern Wisconsin for boarding your dog, doggy daycare. They know more about dogs with their expert trained dog handlers than pretty much anybody. So I thought it'd be appropriate to bring you in, Leah, to talk about a story that I found and I thought was kind of fun to talk about. The most and least obedient dog breeds. I kind of wanted okay. to go through the list with you. I'm excited to hear who's on the list today. Yes. I, I it's, it's not been a good year for Terriers, apparently. Okay. Uh, they, they show up all over the top 25 list. I've narrowed it down to the top 10. Uh, but first, I also want you to kind of share your vision for the Hounds and Tap because... I talk glowingly about it because we take our Greyhound Knight there, and, and Knight is a wonderful dog, but I can always tell how happy he is to run into the door at the Hounds and Tap because it is such a cool place, and he's going to have dog friends there, and Greyhounds don't often have friends, so he's found a good home. Yeah, we um, so we've been open for a little over two years now, and we started because we wanted a place where um, dogs could spend time with their dog friends, also spend time with their human friends, uh, which is why we decided to include the tavern and the dog park as well. So we are unique. We're the only one in the Midwest that offers all of those services uh, for hounds and humans. Um, so, you know, we like to think that we really are a theme park for dogs. So um, we absolutely love dogs and we love spending time with our humans, too. Yeah. And I, I mentioned that in the uh, in the advertisements. Just go hang out, have a beer, watch a game. You don't even have to have a dog, right? You <laughs> just don't. Go hang you out. don't. We have a lot of people that just come by because they need their dog fix. So sure. the only requirement that we have is that you have to like dogs and you don't mind getting kisses <laughs> and you don't mind getting, leaving with dog hair. So well, those, are, those, are, those are the only requirements. Well, I know lists like this can be a little bit subjective, but I, I wanted to start and, and get your feedback on the least obedient dog breeds. And you have expert dog handlers. They are professionally trained in dog behavior. So they know how to kind of create an environment that is safe for all dogs. But I'm sure some dogs are a little more challenging to deal with than others. Some are always a little bit more special. So I'm interested because (laughs) I've not, this is, this is the first time that I'm hearing the list. So I have, I have my own guesses. So I'm interested to hear. Okay, here we go. Let's start from 10 and work our way down. If you got a comment, please weigh in given your experience. Number 10 on the list, the least most obedient dogs, a beagle. Oh, a beagle. Yeah, so um, that does not surprise me at all. So a lot of the hound dogs, they once they get their sniffer going and that uh, their nose is to the ground, they are going after that smell. So they're bred to um, to smell things and go after things. So a lot of times they are very focused on what their job is, uh, and it's hard to distract them. So it's about learning what those different dog breeds um, what kind of makes them tick. So sometimes it's redirecting them with a treat. Are they super treat motivated? Um, but any of those hound breeds, man, they that nose to the ground. It's hard to hard to distract. And they're used to being away from their handlers because they're tracking something. Yeah, right? they're they're bred to be more independent. They're bred it, to be more independent. Interesting. Number nine on the list is a borzoi. Oh my gosh! So I used to show borzoi when I was in high school. So they are also known as a Russian wolfhound. They are beautiful. They're kind of the best way to describe them, if you haven't seen a Borzoi, is kind of like a long-haired greyhound is the best way to describe them. They're not necessarily related, uh, but they are very independent. So, And they can be sometimes described as a little bit aloof, um, but they like they tend to attach to one person. Uh, beautiful, beautiful dogs, but they are bred to be working dogs. So again, bred for a specific job, and they are very independent. All right. Number eight on the list is a Welsh Terrier. Oh, any of those terriers. 
man, again, it's so that you're going to hear the common theme of dogs that are bred to do jobs. Um, they're going to be looking for outlets to do that. Um, so again, the thing that we always work on at the Hounds and Tap is how are we finding ways, um, other things that make them more excited than what they're necessarily bred to do. So food is always our number one thing that we go to. How can we, um, offer them treats. A lot of dogs love human attention. So we'll spend time giving them that human attention to try and distract and make ourselves more exciting or playing with other dog friends. So we try and find a thing that ticks for each of those dogs. Leah, I was going to ask you, why are some of these breeds considered less obedient? But I just listening to you, I, I figured it out in a nutshell. It's their attitude. Well, and it's what they were bred to do. They, so a lot of these, they were bred to do jobs. Yes. And yes. it's an instinct in them. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that every one of those breeds, um, you could have, I, I personally own Welch Corgis. I have four. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, they all have similar traits, but very different personalities. Wow. So you can have very different types of Welch Terriers um, based upon personalities, just like people. Um, but they definitely, when they're bred to do jobs... That's their natural instinct. Numbers seven, six, five, and four are Dachshund, Pekingese, Bloodhound, Bulldog. Any surprises in there? No, no surprises. I'd say we have some um, Bulldogs that come uh, to the Hounds and Tap, and they're very stubborn. Very, very stubborn. They have their idea of what they would like to do. Um, we have one bulldog that we love dearly, um, but she comes in to daycare and uh, her human always has to bring treats because in order to get her to come to the back, she wants those treats. So <laughs> okay. we have to do a trail of treats to get uh, to get that Miss Bulldog to the back. But bulldogs. she's a, she's a ton of fun. Yeah, bulldogs sound like grumpy old men. It, right, sometimes. <laughs> they kind of look they, like grumpy old they, men sometimes. Well, and man, can they be embarrassing if you're out for a walk and they're like, nope, I'm done walking. <laughs> yes, they just stop. Yeah, I am done. Number three on the list is a Basenji. Number two is a Chow Chow. And number one is an Afghan hound. So back to your, your uh, hounds yes. kind of discussion there. Yeah. So really that common theme is what some of these dogs are bred to do. Um, so it, again, it's just learning about those dogs, having a ton of patience. That's the biggest thing we always talk about with our team members are how are we being super patient with these dogs and getting to know them and figuring out what makes them tick and what makes um, us or something that they love more exciting to distract them from what they might their natural instinct might be. On the other side, the most obedient dogs are going to reverse order from five to one here. Australian Shepherd is number five. These are becoming popular yeah. too. Super smart dogs. Golden Retriever is number four. Beautiful dogs. Yep. German Shepherd, we grew up with one, number three. Great standard dogs. standard poodle number two. And a border collie is number one. So all super, super smart dogs. Um the thing, some of the common things that we find with all of those breeds is that they love their people. They want to perform for their people. Um, they are all bred, for the most part, to do jobs as well, but they ha- they love that human interaction and they want to make their humans happy. So, um, and it's about finding, again, rewards that make them happy, um, but they love to develop those bonds and um, a lot of those working relationships is how is how are they rewarding their people? Leah Neuroth is the owner of the Hounds and Tap in Menominee Falls. You've heard me talk about it for months. We take our Greyhound night there. Uh, Greyhound is not on the list of most obedient or least obedient. I feel like Greyhound's kind of in its own category sometimes. We've had some people say, oh, you have a Greyhound. 
Night doesn't seem like a greyhound. And I don't really know what that means. We think we got a pretty mellow and easy to please greyhound. You've got a great greyhound. Yeah. He's a good you've, one. Yeah, you've got a good one. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. a sweet boy. I, I don't have a lot of a lot to compare to. <laughs> yeah. Like he every once in a while sees another one at the dog park and they kind of frolic off together. Yeah. But he seems pretty chill overall. He loves to sunbathe. He loves yeah. to come out with his friends, but man, he loves <laughs> if that sun is out. He's very happy boy. So he likes hanging with his friends. He likes attention from the handlers. But, man, he loves sunbathing and just soaking up the rays. He kind of looks like a panther. He's jet black and 75 pounds, too. Like, he commands attention. You notice him. He's hard not to notice. And he's fun to watch run. I'll tell you that at a dog park. He scares other dogs. Yeah, they can move. They can move. Leah, this is so much fun. And uh, the website is thehoundsandtap.com. I've been telling people about this. It really is uh, a theme park for dogs, a great place for humans to hang out, and a dedicated, massive facility just for dogs, designed for dogs, certainly not retrofit. That is correct. So um, we um, built the facility for dogs. So it was built from the ground up, um, really safety and cleanliness and um, creating a fun environment were our top priorities when we built the facility uh, and, and making sure that we had a space where our human team members could thrive and giving the best care to, to the hounds that came and enjoyed our facilities. And great food trucks as well. We've definitely taken advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, we do, we do our best. <laughs> We've got some great food truck partners. Oh, They're that amazing. is so cool. Check it out. The Hounds and Tap in Menominee Falls. It's right off Silver Spring. Very easy to find. And check out the website, thehoundsandtap.com. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Thank you for having me.